All right, let's talk about the book of Enoch. So, first off, we got to ask, what is the book of Enoch? Why isn't it a part of today's Bible? What does it discuss, mainly? Uh, what mysteries and secrets could be hidden in it? And a few other things. So, in this episode, we're going to be breaking down uh, the book of Enoch uh, as extensively as we can within a, a reasonable amount of time. And, and you know, we're just going to be going over the uh, the stuff that everyone knows or the stuff that's not as interesting. And so we're going to just skip to the to the best parts. So let's start from the beginning, which is that Enoch is the great grandfather of Noah, the same Noah in the whole Noah's Ark Genesis story. So, you know, um, if we look at the book of Enoch objectively, what we're going to find is that it's simply another part of the story that, in my opinion, should be thrown into, you know, today's modern-day version of the Bible. But, again, that's a different conversation of itself. Now, the book of Enoch explains and describes things that I really think um, institutions like the Vatican and the modern-day Catholic Church and people within the Christian faith or members of the Christian faith, would not want to, to read or hear about. And although I'm only going to be covering some of it, please keep in mind that there are things happening in between some of these events that I'm going to be skipping through uh, for the sake of time. So what I'm trying to do here is just, you know, summarize uh, everything that's happening that, you know, makes the Book of Enoch significant. And uh, I, I might do another episode or even a series on this, but we'll see how it goes. So let's uh, let's get to it now. The, uh, the, the book of Enoch <clears throat> gives us um, a glimpse into the ancient world and what went on at that time. Now, let me also note that there are three books of Enoch. And the first book of Enoch has been supposedly found to have been writings that have been put together through various authors and what have you and were not the writings of Noah's grandfather. And the writings of Noah's grandfather are said to officially be Enoch uh, book one and, uh, sorry, books two and three. Now, if we look at it with this in mind, there are a lot of things that are discussed, particularly within the first book of Enoch, that really tend to resemble things that we would consider these days to be otherworldly or out of this world, if you want to call it. Now, let me also say that historians claim the first book of Enoch could not have been written by Enoch himself because of the fact that the, the writings date back to a time prior to that of almost every major event that occurred, which either means that Enoch predicted all of this and wrote about it, or what I said earlier stands true, which is that it was, um, again, written by uh, a bunch of different people and then, you know, then labeled the first book of Enoch, you know, much later on in time. So, again, depends on what you believe or what you can kind of conjure up to to interpret it as. Now, it can also be argued that because based on evidence that the first book of Enoch was not accepted by any biblical scriptures, Jesus or any priests of and, you know, around that time period um, didn't accept it. And this is mainly the reason why, you know, it's not in the current Bible. Now, let's also not disregard the fact that people never take biblical figures seriously until it suits them. So I just want to keep that in mind. Um, they'll never talk about anything unless it suits their message or their, their agenda or what suits them personally. So 
If we examine it a little closer, what we'll find is that the book of Enoch is the first known or preserved human scripture that contains material on the origins of, of demons and uh, giants and, you know, as well as why angels fell from the heaven and what have you, uh, and why the great flood that occurred during his great-grandson's time was, was necessary. Um, and it was also very prophetic and predicting, and it predicted a lot of events. But again, that, that goes back to my argument earlier, so it all depends on what you believe, right? So Enoch is referenced a little bit in the New Testament, but it doesn't go into any detail about it other than just quoting some passages from its scriptures. Now, a lot of religions don't accept Enoch as being what they call inspired, and that could be for a number of reasons, but it, it, it's certainly very difficult to tell to this day why they don't consider it to be original and, and canon and what have you. Now, it could also be, because the way I see it and many others is that the book of Enoch, particularly the first one, references things that would be considered abnormal and out of this world in today's day and age and would only tend to confuse people and make them question it if they were to read it in, you know, a church or wherever. And that's another thing I'd like to point out. I really believe that in addition to what I just said, if religious institutions, specifically the, the Christian and Catholic church, left in stories and scriptures and parables that would tend to reference beings and creatures other than humans and other than, than the animals on this earth we're aware of, it would kind of, it would cause an uproar amongst believers and it would cause questioning of the very foundation that the church stands on. And so leaving things in like, um, like you know, Noah's Ark is okay because there are elements to it that are entirely human that makes sense with respects to every aspect of the, you know, the big flood just being a bunch of water and, and being something that people could relate to in the sense of it just being one massive flood. It's more relatable and it's more realistic to, to this day and age, right? But when you, when you throw in things like, like watchers and giants and whatnot, when it, you then start to stir up some kind of controversy, and I think that this is where the, 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 problem, the problem lies. Now, let me be, be clear. I'm not saying by any means that the Catholic religion is bullshit. I'm not saying that at all. I think it's important for people to be faithful and all that, even though I'm not fully ingrained into the religion myself. I think that the Bible has also been selectively chosen to leave out certain books and writings and stories in order to suit that of a version of the Bible that seems the most realistic and the most relatable in a very human kind of way. And I think that's where a lot of issues that I have lie with it. Because to me, at least, if you're going to tell a story as old as this, either give me the full picture or don't give it to me at all. And you can be assured that the full picture has not been given because it's a known fact that the Vatican is, is holding gospels and, and scriptures and writings, you know, that the world has not seen. And then you have to kind of wonder why, you know, why are they holding these things back? Does it have to do with Enoch? I mean, does it say things that go against what the church has preached for so long? I mean, I, I don't mean any disrespect towards this religion and this faith, but these are the questions that it makes you ask, you know? 
And I think it's important that these questions are asked, especially in today's day and age, and especially in, in, in today's particular climate of things, because seeking the, the truth is more important than ever. And like I said before, if, if you're going to be seeking the truth in, in, in politics, in socioeconomics, and in many different parts of society, why not try and seek the truth in religion? Now, it may be one of the hardest truths to seek, but one of the things that will bring us closer to this is being able to understand why major religious institutions have held back different stories from us and all that, from the people. Now, there is one part in particular that references something that is called the Watchers. And what they're referred to are the, the angels who fathered something called the Nephilim and talks about the travels of Enoch going through the heavens and what have you. Now, this is the part which I wanted to talk about the most because it's very much believed that Enoch may have been traveling throughout space and was, you know, we can say was carried up by aliens and that those aliens were the ones that he referred to as the Watchers. Now, before you, you kind of turn this podcast off and say, what the hell is he talking about? Just bear with me. Because in all seriousness, when you think about it, I think that if you weigh your options, a man being carried throughout unsubstantiated or like a, a heaven that we haven't found to be evidential yet, um, or a man being led through space, which, you know, space is something we know about, the why, uh, know about, by the way, in a spacecraft that could be harboring life out there somewhere and statistically would make more sense than being someone being f like floating through the heavens seems a little more realistic than some heavenly watcher guiding Enoch throughout, you know, heaven, right? Um, so when you compare the two, I mean, let, even if you don't believe in either, just think about taking the, 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 the lesser of two evils, right? ETs from space in a spacecraft that people have actually witnessed, or an angel or heavenly watcher guiding Enoch through heaven? You know what I mean? Which would you pick? Like, if you really think about it, I'm not kidding. Like, you have to think, which one would you, would you prefer to be the more realistic story? Right? Now, there's going to be people that say neither, and that's fine, but you know what I mean? If you, if you had to pick between the two. Now, there are also fallen angels, that are described in the book of Enoch. And this is a little bit more different, uh, difficult rather to, to understand and interpret um, if I had to be completely honest because the words fallen angels can mean so many things that it's, it's very hard to comprehend what's actually being said about them. So unfortunately, you know, that's as specific as I can get with, 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 those, with the whole fallen angel thing. But if we go back to the topic of giants that I briefly touched upon earlier, what we'll see is that the word Nephilims loosely translates to the word giants and that these watchers, let's assume ETs or what have you, were watching over these giants. And so this could mean a number of things and it could be interpreted in so many ways that I wouldn't know where to start. But if I personally had to assume, I think it would be safe to say that these giants, assuming they were actually large in figure, were some kind of biological artificial making from these alien life forms and that because the aliens were considered watchers, they would then teach Enoch about the creator and the divine universe. And so Enoch would interpret these teachings as God. And so maybe um, he saw this as a three-step kind of process, which is that, you know, you got the giants at the bottom, the aliens as the watchers, and then you got the creator, which would be God at the top. But again, this is just one interpretation out of, uh, out of many, and I could, be, I could be so off and so wrong. But I mean, look, 
the way I see it is this. If we're assuming that we have been visited and that we and harbor aliens without public knowledge today, who's to say that it didn't happen thousands of years ago? You know, who's to say that we haven't been visited all that time ago? Because in, in the big picture of things, when you look at it, two or three thousand years is nothing. It's nothing in the grand spectrum of time. It, it, it's... it's it's really nothing at all compared to how long the universe has been around, has existed, and, and Earth and whatnot. So, I mean, look, the thought of time being relative isn't some radical idea, I would imagine. And I, I would think others out there would agree with me. And so, I think that it is important for us to take things with a grain of salt. But if we also want to be serious about interpreting all of this, we have to understand that as listeners and readers of, of this modern day world and people that are just trying to seek the truth, that this could very well have been something that may have actually happened. I mean, when you think about it, for us as humans to be able to develop technology that is groundbreaking and is at the very forefront of innovation at our point, you know, our point in time, and for us to be able to evolve so quickly and to be able to, you know, project how far we could be when looking into the foreseeable future. You know, I'm talking within the next one or 200 years. If we can look at, at see, and see how far we've come or how, we're, how far we're going to be in the next, you know, one to 200 years, and when we think about all the things we could do and that we'll be able to do, would it really be that out there of an idea for us to consider that some advanced life form, uh, life form could have done what Enoch was describing in a, in a very literal sense, so to speak, you know? And assuming that we're, assuming ETs are, are a possibility and that we, we're far less advanced than they are, again, they may have been where we were, you know, today, they may have been there at that point in time three, 4,000 years ago. Right, so who's to say that that um, that this would be unrealistic of any kind? So, look, before I end this off, what I want to say is that I personally wouldn't consider this to be an investigative episode, more so as it is an investigation into the thinking and interpretation behind it. And I just want to make clear to everyone that that's what that's my thought process behind this but ultimately the book of Enoch is something that I think I have expressed my thoughts and concerns and interpretations as best as I could because I like to think that I've asked the questions and expressed the thoughts that many other people have had for some time but are just maybe having some trouble putting it together or maybe they're looking for a forum where they can discuss it so let me know what you think because um I'd love to hear from you guys on this topic. Um, let me know if you think that I'm wrong or I'm right or, or whatever the case. So thank you.